Lots of testosterone. Go, go, Power Rangers. This is the New Metal Discussion Podcast. We are the nudist colony. My name is Ross. My name is Brent. That was good. Hey. You circled back. Yeah. You did the name. <laughs> you did what it is. This is good. <laughs> I checked all the boxes. Episode 26. It's time for a change of scenery. You've done it. Let's go ahead and sign off. All of the contact <laughs> information is in the show notes. Adios. Like and smash that like and subscribe button, bros. And ladies, and ladies, and everything in between. That's right. Um, no, Katie told me that my wife, my wife, mm-hmm. <coughs> Katie told me that we need to stop doing the low T, no T. Why? I don't know. She says we do, we've done it a lot too much. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the to the music episodes. Yeah, she does. She, she does some of them. Yeah. Wait. If she likes the album, or if she likes the artist, or whatever, she'll listen to them. Oh, she's most definitely <clears throat> going to listen to this one then. For sure. She grew up with this character, you know. <laughs> She, oh god she texts me she texts you at this oh, exact shit. moment yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, she, no. i heard you were talking shit <laughs> oh shit and my cat's got diarrhea Fuck. Cha-cha-cha. um yeah so she told me to she said we need we should switch it up and I, i'm inclined to agree with her maybe we should you know do something different then she asked me why don't you ever do anything <laughs> No, she, I think I tried on the first. She, few she said, "Why don't you?" Ever, she was like, "Well, doesn't he ever want to do the intro?" And I was like, "I don't think he does want to do the intro." No, I'm good. Yeah, I I got enough shit going on. <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want to mess with that. So high team, mighty. High team, you know. High team, mighty. High team, mighty, chighty. High team, mighty, You'll never catch my lucky charms, bitch. Um. Oh God. Um. Do we need to pause? Uh no, it's fine. Uh uh Yeah, so so today we are uh we are going to be covering Hard to Swallow by V Ice, aka Vanilla Ice, aka Rob Van Winkle. That's right. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> yeah. Like Birdman once said. Uh this album came out in October of nineteen ninety eight, October twentieth to be exact. This is the final new metal release of nineteen ninety eight. This was released on Republic Records and produced by Ross Robinson. So a lot of R's on this one for V-Ice. And uh, I, do you remember hearing about this album back in the day? I, I remember seeing it on a an episode of Behind the Music. It was the oh, Vanilla, really? the Vanilla oh. Ice episode. At the very end of the episode, they talked about how he was releasing an album that was new metal, and it played a clip of Too Cold. And wow. I was like, I need this. This sounds like <laughs> corn and Limp Biscuit. Holy shit. I have to have it. So yeah. I think I went to get this album, if not like, uh, it might have been like a week or so after its release, but like as soon as I had money, I was able to drive at this point, you know? <laughs> so I went to the, the mall in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the nearest music store. And uh, I got it and was jamming all the way back home. Hell to, yeah. Uh, our, our little fort in uh, the Crooked Eye of, of Oklahoma. <laughs> um, crooked Eye, baby. Did, uh, I'm pretty sure, because back in the day, uh, borrowing music from each other was like currency. So, right. So uh, do you remember listening to this? Yeah. Oh, I for sure remember listening to it. Yeah. I mean, you you, uh, you had it. Uh-huh. Um, I think I... I, think I 
I had like a, a burned copy of it. I think um I think I think you copied it for me. Oh, I think. okay. Because I didn't, I didn't have I don't, I don't think I ever actually bought the album. I okay. It wasn't classic Shaggy defense it wasn't me. Wasn't uh, me. Because I didn't have this technology really? for think... like years later. No, you, your grandma it. did. Oh. <laughs> okay, maybe yeah. that's what it was. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I remember that. Holy shit. My mind is like Swiss cheese. I don't know how the fuck I remember that. I remember she had to make a like mixtape because they're like, you know, when you would go buy an album back in the day, and it's holds true today. Sometimes you just like one song on an album. Oh, but yeah. like back in the day, the problem was you would buy a whole ass CD for $18. <laughs> yeah. And then you would like that one song. You would have it in this big CD wallet. And you'd nearly veer off the road, reaching across to the passenger seat to try to like find it, because like oh, I want to hear "Still My Sunshine." <laughs> yeah. So you would like reach all the way over and grab that, put it in, listen to that song for three and a half minutes, and be like, "Right, well, I'm not listening to the rest of this bullshit." So yep. what else do I have? So I remember she put together a mix CD. It was like six songs or whatever. You would let me borrow the uh, that Wu Tang album that has Gravel Pit on it. Oh hell yeah. Uh, I just knew that one song, so I had her put that and then American Badass by Kid Rock. <laughs> hey, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she she hooked it up. There were like oh, four other awesome. songs. I can't remember what they were. But uh, yeah, that was like 2001. So it was like years after this album came out. All that right. to say, all that to say, uh, this is the third album. The W. The that w. was the name that of the, the album. Of the, the W. Album. Yeah. yeah. Had some bangers on it. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that album. That was one of them. Yeah. That was like... Uh, back, back and forth and forth. Back, back and forth and the forth. The music video was like them as the Flintstones. Not literally yeah. the Flintstones. The video fucking owned. <laughs> it was awesome. So good. And I think, um, if I remember right, it led into another song and another video, I oh, believe. Yeah. I'm almost positive. Um, I'm almost positive. Yeah. Uh, Uzi Pinky Ring. Yeah, I think. Wait. Yeah. Right. Who cares? <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. But uh, fucking man. Um. Yes, because I know. I know I had it, but I know I didn't actually buy it. I'm. I. I can literally like picture the the burned copy where it said "Vanilla Ice Hard to Swallow." I think your grandma wrote it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Amazing. So this is the third album by Vanilla Ice. His first album was one that people are primarily familiar with. It has Ice Ice Baby on it. The name of the album from 1990 is called To the Extreme. This is, if anyone has ever seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze from 1991, (laughs) that's what Vanilla Ice looked like at the time. He had like this bouffant hairdo, and he just looked 90s as fuck. Um, like early '90s as fuck. Right. The second album from him is uh, mind blowing, <laughs> with an apostrophe at the end. Yeah. Did you uh, listen to any of that? No. No. Did you? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. I haven't. I've never listened to it. I don't think it was mind blowing. Mind blowing. No, <laughs> okay. it was. It was very like extremely mid. Well, okay. Uh, it was hip hop, but it was like he was trying to be like hardcore hip hop. You know, mm-hmm. like. Um, it, it, unsuccessful. I mean, that's where he originated the V Ice logo. <laughs> it looks like from the from the album cover. But that album came out in 1994, so a scant protect your neck, jump off. That's what it rolled into. What gravel pit? Sorry. Oh, okay. 
gravel pit rolled over into protecting neck the jump off okay okay sorry cool. uh, it was driving me insane i had to <laughs> fucking i couldn't take it i was so time displaced i did not know what you were talking about um okay mystery solved there yep we got it from the woo to the voo voodoo ice uh, so yeah, Mind Blowing in 1994, that was just a, like you said, like a quote unquote gangster rap album from Vanilla Ice. Yeah. He had dreadlocks. They're, they were like shitty dreadlocks. Shitty. Uh, four years later, 1998, Hard to Swallow comes out. This is when he's gone full new metal. Full new metal. He went to the doctor. They said, uh, Rob, have a seat here. Have a seat. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and put your feet up in the stirrups. I mean, it's, I'm not doing anything, <laughs> but go ahead and do that. Uh, I don't know how to tell you this. We got to get your hole out. <laughs> we... <laughs> We've run some tests, and it turns out you do have umlauts disease. Uh, you, you have caught new metalitis. So, uh, yeah, he put together this new metal album. Yeah. Did you read about it? The, yeah. the album? Yeah, yeah, like how it all came together. Yeah. That was interesting because wild. That, that behind the music episode, it just like stopped oh, yeah. once his album is about to come out. And oh. that's really like the thing I want to know the most right. about. Is the production of this album? Yeah, I yeah, feel like one hundred percent. You know the the one hit wonderness of Ice Ice Baby, oh, that is almost like self explanatory. There's not a whole lot of mystery there for me, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This, I want to know all about this. I want to <laughs> yeah. have one thousand conversations with every human on the planet about this. This is crazy. I'm just. I'm gonna make a big grandiose statement right now. Here we go. I'm gonna draw a line in the sand. An NDC exclusive. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Hey. This is the most distilled, pure new metal album that we've covered so far. Holy shit! If you listen in the distance, one thousand <laughs> new metal fans have stood up and are giving you a standing ovation. <laughs> thank this, you. Thank this, you. I re- right? I remember listening to this album back in the day, and I liked – I think I liked it. I don't remember that it got a whole lot of rotation. I think, yeah. like, Too Cold and Snafu were the big songs for me, maybe Freestyle. But yeah. a lot of it just kind of fell by the wayside. I was you know, busy listening to other things. Sure. When I went back and listened to this album mm-hmm. for this record, mm-hmm. I – was flooded with a wave of nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit, I remember this. I remember this. I remember <laughs> like I guess I listened to this more than I recalled, but I I didn't like really carry that memory with me like actively or whatever, you know? Right, 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 right. So I I got to agree with you, man. This is like I I don't know how they did it. I know. This is they like They done did it though. I I feel like I don't know if like any of our new metal friends or listeners know about this album, but this is like if you haven't listened to this and you like corn, you like Lip Biscuit, yeah. you like Slipknot, Papa Ro- anything like this, you gotta check out. This you gotta check album. it out. It's it's a banger. It really is. Yeah, it's certified. A lot of fun. Yeah, um, certified hood classic. <laughs> So let's talk about the personnel on this album. This is wild. So Vanilla Ice, a.k.a. Rob Van Winkle, uh, lead vocals, right? Of course. And from what I could tell, I I don't know if he like wrote the songs or if it was just like – it kind of seems like it was Ross Robinson and Vanilla yeah. Ice, and they were like, let me 
tap the shoulders of these people I know. These <laughs> these musicians have them come in. We'll all kind of sit down and hammer out some songs. It it seems very much like a music put together by a not a jam band, but like music created while jamming. Like a producer put it together. I'm kind of hesitant to say that because well, it, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it seems like it it seems very like organic to me. It doesn't seem like super pre-planned. I see what you're you saying. Know? Yes. I didn't mean to imply that it was like um like it wasn't put together by like studio heads. Right. Like like it wasn't like a uh like a Backstreet Boys. It was more like a um it it, it sounds like Ross Robinson made some phone calls and put an album together yeah. that would not be appreciated until 2023. When it rightly deserves so, <laughs> it's... When we're going to drop on our knees and we're going to suck its dick. Let's go. We call this the Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> you suck a dick for a while, then you fall asleep for a hundred years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Nailed it. Uh, well, we can wrap it up. Where's... <laughs> Uh, so moving yeah. on to <clears throat> the next musician. So Shannon Larkin uh, is on drums. Shannon Larkin yeah. is the drummer for Godsmack. Uh, I don't, I can't remember if uh, no. we mentioned him on the the Godsmack episode. I don't think he was he on. Later. I don't okay. think he was on that yet because Sully did all of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he would be their like touring drummer and eventually just like part of the band later yeah. on. That's what it was. Right. Correct. Good call. Uh, he was also the drummer for Amen. Uh, honestly, it should be a women, a, a people, if we're being honest. Um, Sonny Mayo, Sonny Mayo from Snot, <laughs> our good friend Sonny Mayo. That's, I fucking love that name. <laughs> I if remember you, laughing about it the first time it came I up. Know, I know. I was, in my head, I was like, try to keep a straight face when Ross laughs at it. I could not do it. Uh, he's uh, back at the guitar on this album. Pretty good. So, Sounds wildly different than yeah. uh, that Snot album, I would For say. Sure. Um, do you think when they have Sonny Mayo whip up a, a guitar lick, they're like, come on, Sonny, whip up one of your miracle whips. You want to do that? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, from uh, Snot. And then oh my uh, God. Uh, Doug Ard. Ardito from Puddle of Mud. He, Arduity uh, do. Yeah. He's the bass player on this. Scott yeah. Borland. Scott Borland. That right there. Holy shit. Scott Borland, ladies and gentlemen. Scotty B. From Big Dumb Face and an additional musician for, let me check here, Limp Biscuit. What? He provides keyboards on this some bitch. Don't forget Goat Slayer, Big Dumb Face. I already said Big Dumb Face. I did, for, I did forget Goat Slayer. Um. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what what what's the other one? What's the other big one? Eat the day. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't realize he was on that. Okay, yeah. he, okay. He, he does everything with his he, with his brother. His brother. Wow, interesting. Okay, yeah, I was so excited to see that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I was like yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't know that he was on that. I didn't. I forgot all about it. Yeah yeah, but like I feel like cool. Scott is um an important player on this album. Oh, like, add some time. like cool yeah, textures sure. and whatnot. Yeah, and then like. I gotta be honest with you. The reason mm. yeah. I love this album so much mm. is DJ Swamp yeah. provides scratches. Uh, he played with Beck for a while. Yeah, uh, he did uh, Name of the Game with the Crystal Method, 
And eventually, he would go on for a few years to become an actual active member of the band Ministry. Yeah, I saw that. Did you? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, there's a song called, I don't fucking remember what it's called, shit. I, I got up to the bat and I just like hit myself <laughs> in the nuts. Did you did you uh, hear about how, how he joined up with Beck? No, he was like working. Um, he was like doing like yeah. He was doing like little <laughs> DJ shows, you know, like local in like LA or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, uh, had like a mixtape uh, of stuff that he had done, and uh, like had like passed it on to like one of Beck's people. Like somehow was just like, please can you? And then didn't hear anything for a while. Then all of a sudden, Beck calls him up and is like, Hey, I want you to come on tour with me, and like tour with him for like mm-hmm. four years. He was like, Hey, I've got a problem. I've got a microphone, but I don't have two turntables. So I was like, who the, who the fuck is this? I don't even know. <laughs> what is this? Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty pretty wild. That's how his like career got started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that works. Fucking like, awesome. He fucking rules. I've yeah. seen some, some of those live videos from back in the day it's when really good. Beck was playing with him. And it was like the actual radio version of the song doesn't have scratches on it at all, but Swamp's right. like, I got this, you know? Don't even worry about it. Said, Why does he sound like that? I don't know. I got this. <laughs> hey, anyone seen Wormy? <laughs> I eat cigarettes. <laughs> so in this, I guess this album, or band, if you want to call it that, it we have members from, obviously, Vanilla Ice, but mm-hmm. also Godsmack, Snot, Puddle of Mud, Big dumb face, limp biscuit, and then like, uh, I guess Beck, Beck. if you want to include Ministry. that, you I know mean, that works. Yeah. Um, additional musicians: Casey Chaos from Amen. He does guest vocals on a couple of tracks, and then um, some vocals from uh, some other rappers I'm not familiar with, yeah, like I Insane mean. Poetry, C Note, Two Hype, the number Two Hype, and then of course Jimmy Pop Ali, Jimmy Pop Ali from the Bloodhound Gang. Additional yep. vocals, you know. He's in there. He's in there. You can't say he's not. You might try. Many have failed. I'll sue you. (laughs) He will sue you. I will see your ass in court. (laughs) So, yeah, this is the third studio album. Uh, This is the first new metal effort by Vanilla Ice. Not his last. I believe the next album after this, Bipolar, is like somewhat new metal, but also I think it's like a double album, right? Um, Something like that. He, he, He has one. Did you did you look at any of his like? later albums he has got one that is fucking wild um it it is honestly like absolutely goddamn insane so Um, i'm looking at bipolar on apple music and uh 24 songs from 2001 (laughs) uh i i remember like i thought i remember hearing somewhere that this was like he had some new metal stuff, but also some more like gangster rap shit. On right. It. Um, I don't know. I've never listened. Holy shit! I just looked at his 2005 album, Platinum Underground. Second track is called Ninja Rap Two. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm gonna have to investigate this further. Um. Fuck. Okay. 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 He did an album called Vanilla Ice Is Back. What? Yeah. Which is supposed to be like um. It's supposed to be like uh, Elvis Presley is back. It's like it's supposed oh. to be like a, a play on that. Oh, I found it here. Yeah. Um. Okay. Listen. Hold on. Listen to the track track okay. listing here. Okay. Ice Ice Baby 2008. Yeah. He was like that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Whatever. You dropped a bomb on me. Huh. The Gap Band. Fight the power. 
Oh. Public Enemy. Okay. Jump Around. Like House of Pain. House okay. of Pain. Baby Got Back. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot. You Got to Chill. EPMD. Buffalo Soldier. Oh Bob Marley. Insane in the Brain. Wait. Cypress wait, wait, Hill. Wait, 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 wait. He was on. He did all. He did, just did covers of them all. He did. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. I know he was on that. Um, there's some like reality uh, music, excuse me, competition show where he was a contestant on it and he would have to perform other people's songs. So I wonder if that's what this oh. stems from. And then like he did Ice Ice Baby again as well. So like, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Vanilla Ice know. chose most of the songs for the record, but he says he has no, he had no creative control over the production process. God damn. The cover is modeled after that of Elvis Presley's 1960 album, Elvis is Back. Got terrible reviews. Terrible uh. reviews. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> from uninspired new metal interpretations to thin-voiced funk interpretations on down to the poor synth breakbeats, this album is an embarrassing endeavor that sounds like it should have stayed locked inside Ice's studio or at the very least leaked on YouTube and passed off as a piss take. I would call that a mixed review. I, feel, I see <laughs> some good points there. I, you know, I wouldn't take that to heart, Ice. Um, I'm seeing here that there's a song by Vanilla Ice and Brad Woodgate from 2022 called Joy Burst. Have you heard this? No. Joy Burst. Vanilla Ice and Brad. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Holy shit. Um yeah, there's there's more to Ice's career. Than there's a lot to Ice's thought, career. Yeah. But anyways, let's 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 uh, let's. Uh, there's an extended version. Okay. okay. Of hard to swallow. Or no, oh, no, oh, of that of one. Joy Burst. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, one song, two minutes is the original. The the extended version. You're not gonna fucking believe this. It's three minutes long. What? <laughs> I know. Holy shit. Um, so, so did you hear there were some other, besides what we've just listed, the, that personnel, which is a pretty pretty interesting lineup for this for this album. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, at one point, it was rumored that Lenny Kravitz might appear on the album. I heard about that. Wasn't there which another? weird. Corn uh, was supposed to be on the album. Oh, okay. Um, all of Bloodhound Gang was supposed to be on on it okay. and it just ended up being jimmy pop so yeah out of all all, all of those no, obviously nobody from corn showed up um and just jimmy pop showed up yeah let's see was this would this have been before or after boom after after okay so he just owed him one yeah that yeah more or less right yeah. so uh ross is talking about this song boom from one fierce beer coaster yes. by the bloodhound gang Which... uh Features Rob Van Winkle. Not Vanilla Ice. Not Vanilla Ice. Uh, check out the uh, next episode, uh, episode 26.5, the yeah. track episode. We get into that a little bit further. That's right. We record out of order. We're just some bad boys here, you Crazy know? Crazy, bro. You won't even guess what we're drinking right now, dude. <laughs> it's Mountain Dew. It's, 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 it's always Dew. Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> so uh, Vanilla Ice actually called this album Skate Rock. Skate Rock. Skate rock, skate rock. We'll just swirl it around the palette there. Skate mm-hmm. rock. I don't know about that. I don't either. Uh, I don't really hear that. Uh, I feel like skate rock is more like MXPX, Pennywise. I, I know that's like kind of punk rockish, but like. Right. I, yeah, I do not label I, this as skate. I, I guess new metal was still. Uh, maybe he didn't want to be called new metal. I, maybe he didn't know. 
uh, I read that he wanted to like he was in a some type of band like before this. Yeah, and, it was like scab, like skin tags or something. Like, oh, it was something like gross like that. Yeah, uh, but like the band he was playing with, he wanted to do something that was like uh, hard rock plus hip hop, but they weren't like quite there. Yeah, uh, or like grunge uh, infused hip hop. Right, and, uh, they they couldn't quite get it. So that's when he linked up with Ross Robinson, and uh, they put together this bad boy. Ross Robinson. Man, miracle worker, this guy. Weird. Yeah. And he wanted to do it. It wasn't like, he like sought this out. He like was like, one. it wasn't like he had to be talked into it. Like, Well, somebody, I guess he got pitched this idea. Oh, really? Some, oh, I, th- I read something. Yeah, he got, somebody said, hey, you should work with Vanilla vanilla Ice. And then he uh, was like, he, he thought about it. And then he was like, you know, working with Vanilla Ice on a new metal record is like the most punk rock thing that you could do. Right? Okay, so see, that's what I read. Okay, so I was thinking that. Okay, so so he did get pitched the idea. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. He still was excited to do it. Like yeah. he didn't. It didn't take much. Convincing. No, no. It seemed like it was going to be a challenge for him. And yeah. Like, right. He certainly seems up for the task. He's got. Yeah. Two corn albums, uh, a Limp Biscuit album under his belt, right? Mm-hmm. So this, I He's probably no, he wouldn't have been recording yet with him. You know, when we're like living through these years, uh, yeah, at, you know, nineteen ninety eight. I'm not really conflating producers doing whatever in a, a given year or whatever, but for this album, Ross Robinson is working with Vanilla Ice. The third corn album, not produced by Ross Robinson, produced by whoever the fuck it was, Terry Date or whatever. Yeah, um, I don't fucking remember. But uh, it, I like in an alternate universe. Ross Robinson produced the third Corn album, and then th- I don't know if this album just doesn't get made or it becomes like mind blowing too, <laughs> blowing that mind again, you know? <laughs> mind nut. <laughs> oh yeah, man, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So he, I mean, like uh, Ross Robinson stayed busy, you know? He for uh, sure did. Um, what what uh. Uh, Vanilla Ice did claim um, that he uh, had never heard of uh, when people were asking him like, "Hey, this sounds like Limp Biscuit Corn," you know. Mm. He claims that he really had never listened to Limp Biscuit or Corn before. I read that. I heard, but he that did he... listen to Deftones. Deftones. Yeah. Heard. I mean, like, but like also Scott you know. Borden's your man. But I'm sure he was brought in by Ross Robinson. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know, people have their their interests or whatever. Sure. I mean. I'm willing to take him out of his word. I don't have any reason not to, you know. And like I know, I know that Wes uh, is a big mountain biker. I don't, I don't know if um, uh, Scott is a mountain biker, but I know that uh, Ross Robinson is a huge mountain biker. And uh, part of the reason he and Vanilla Ice got along so well was because uh, Vanilla Ice actually raced motocross. Oh yeah, that's um, right. And Ross Robinson was riding motocross at the time. Hmm. Um, uh, so and actually, Vanilla Ice. Did you know Vanilla Ice at one point was like um, he was like nationally ranked for jet ski races? For jet ski races? <laughs> yeah, seriously. What he was, was like the, actually pretty good at it. What was the name of that uh, launch title for N sixty four? That was like the the water ski or the the oh uh, wave race sixty four? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Do you think his like ears perked up when that shit was coming out? It's like <laughs> yeah. this isn't how it really is. <laughs> Not enough dolphins. Needs <laughs> to be more dolphins. Oh God. Um. Uh. <laughs> so, 
Uh, I was I was looking at, I was reading reviews for it, mm-hmm. um, just to see what you know people at the time thought of it. Um, the Iowa State Daily. Oh. Iowa, you say? <laughs> Said it's the greatest pop culture comeback of all time. <laughs> I read that this was like it kind of considered a comeback album for Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yeah, it like didn't really happen, but it didn't sell that well. I think it sold um, at a maximum. Uh, it went on to sell nearly one hundred thousand copies. Uh, it didn't chart, but it did revive his career a little bit at the very least. Like yeah. from this album, it changed his image in a way. Probably not the way he intended. It's just like, yes. oh, Vanilla Ice has <laughs> tattoos now. You know, he looks different. He sounds different, but it's kind of like, yeah. It's kind of like the most um, unfortunate swerve. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm, uh, there's this new kind of music that's gonna be like hugely popular, and I'm gonna be in on the ground floor of it all. And it was new metal. Yeah. Oops. Yep. Oopsie doodle. Right. Yeah. He decides to get into new new metal as it's like midway through and getting ready yeah. to plummet. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, a kind of a tumultuous time for it to do. But like, who would have known? You know, it was like sure a new craze that was sweeping the nation at this point. You know, yeah. nineteen ninety eight so far is the biggest year in new metal. It's, yeah, it's kind of been for sure throughout the entirety of the calendar. Yeah, but then you know yeah. <laughs> Here it is, you know, not. He's like the guy that jumps on crypto just like <laughs> a week too late. I heard Larry crack. David <laughs> said it was good. <laughs> if you can't trust his old ass, <laughs> he looks like the vulture. Guarantee you know? he had no idea what the fuck was happening. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So uh, this album was recorded at Indigo Ranch in Malibu, yeah. California. Yeah. Uh, Generally not a well-received album, though it did manage to, uh, like I say, uh, revive uh, Vanilla Ice's career. Yeah. Um, he toured off of this. He, I think he played with a live band and whatnot. I well, it was a video. Did you, did you watch the video? He's got a... I'm I'm pretty sure it's uh, the guys who were on the album. The the Too Cold video? Too Cold video, I think yeah. that was like different musicians. <laughs> oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah. I think that was like... The the band that we talked about already is essentially like the studio the version, studio, yeah. and then like the he music like video was like yeah, or yeah. yeah. Uh, but I remember hearing stories of him playing in uh, the Canes Ballroom in Tulsa, oh, Oklahoma, really? and there was uh, yeah, he kind of got booed because <laughs> primarily Shit. because like he came out. He, I don't remember who he was playing with. He might have been his own headliner. Wow. But there was this banner up above the stage that said something to the effect of like, welcome to Bob's house or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. In reference to Bob yeah, Wills. It's Bob Wills and Texas right. Playboys house. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, he was rocking out maybe too hard, you know, that uh, vanilla ice was really like getting to his head. He jumped up, he grabbed the banner, ripped it down. And the people started like, booing Oh my or God. So, uh, like, for people oh, who, shit. who don't live here, they're just like, wow, it's just a banner with someone's name on it. It's like, yeah, uh, I get no. that. But for for no. this community, that's, like, uh, it's sacred. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, cool. even if you don't – that's boy, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> incredibly dumb. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, you know, that was his uh, persona at the time. Yeah, so yeah. That's what oh, he was boy. doing. Ugh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's really stupid. Um he deserves to get booed for that. <laughs> that 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 sign has been up forever, like home of the 
home of Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys. Like and for a brief time in 1998, <laughs> that banner <laughs> fell thanks to one Mr. Robert Van Winkle. <laughs> uh, this album produced two singles. First one it was Too Cold, uh, which was at the end of that Behind the Music uh, episode that had uh, yeah. Vanilla Ice on it. And it's a wild departure from the original version of Ice Ice Baby. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the Huge. second single is Snafu, which I never heard on the radio or anything. But yeah. uh, I am primarily familiar with it because I listen to it multiple times a year. Uh, <laughs> I love that song. Um, Hell yeah, dude. And uh, once we get to the the album proper, we'll talk about the album title, cover art, etc. Yeah. Um, we've already talked about the huge new metal influence on this album. Yes. Um, do you have any other thoughts before we start listening to the, well, the songs? One fun fact about me. Uh-oh. My very first concert that I ever went to was Vanilla Ice. Mine was Vanilla Ice's best friends, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> On the Out of Their Shell Well, if we're tour. counting that, then I guess, yeah, it would be Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that would have been my technically first one. I, I think our friend uh, Rachel, Rachel Bookout now, uh, Rachel yes. Bookout nay more, uh, was also <laughs> right. in attendance for that, if I remember correctly. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember, you like went to that, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Do Absolutely. You, do you remember seeing those like turtle costumes and they had these like yeah. giant chunks pulled out of their head it was like so hot for the people in those costumes they were just like i gotta fucking fight my way out of this, this they were cranium. Like beat up yeah. yeah they did not look good i but, remember getting up close to them and just being like whoa yeah because <laughs> like, you're thinking like you know the 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 first movie you know the the costumes looked fucking incredible for and you're expecting as a kid you know you're thinking like also what's gonna look like Right, yeah, and they didn't know. No, didn't look anywhere near that. God, like no. what they used for the um, it, it was a promotional tour in like sponsored by Pizza Hut, <laughs> and they had these like I remember going. I was like so excited. Like it was the turtles, and uh, they had like somebody had a star over their like bandana, uh, like on one of the eyes. And it was, like, it was like really? a little bit like Kiss, and they had G- yeah. these jean jackets on. They had these different instruments. One of them was playing guitar. I think the other one was like a keytar. One of, <laughs> of course. Uh, I can't remember what like the third one was, but the fourth one, I think it was Raphael, my favorite. He didn't play drums. He didn't play <laughs> bass. He played a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, that's a bu- <laughs> Jesus. That's a bold. That's a bold one there. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh man, uh, that's crazy. It was good, um, but that yes, tape, I did. That see, I did see them uh, live, uh, but I, I did see also. I went and saw Vanilla Ice. Um, this is probably after his like, because let's see, what what, what uh, was it? Ninety one that Ice Ice Baby came out. I think nineteen ninety. To the extreme came out, yeah. As okay. I say, baby. So it's probably like ninety three, ninety four, like wow. after his. I assume after his like star had faded considerably, just before your <laughs> mind was to be blown. <laughs> yes. So I, I think I was. Yeah, I probably would have been like nine, ten, eleven, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, Did he look like the cover of To the Extreme? It was. Like we were so pants? far back. Oh. I mean, like. Um, I think it was at the I think it was at the Tulsa Convention Center. Okay. Um, but I remember we were like up in the nosebleed section, Damn. <laughs> like way the fuck was packed back. out then, huh? Yeah. Okay. I, I went with like my uh, my aunt. She took like me and like a couple of my cousins. Um, 
and uh, yeah, I, I I do remember there were girls throwing bras on stage. Um, I couldn't see it, yeah. but I heard later that yeah, girls were throwing bras on stage, and you know, right. as like a kid who was like <laughs> desperate to see a boob. Yes. Yeah. I was just like, what would that even be like? <laughs> I'm still like that. <laughs> I was just like, wow, titties. What, what must that be like? It's so strange to me. I guess I'll get fatter and feel my own. I don't know. Uh, all right. So, uh, anything else before that, we, we start listening? That's all I got. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and start this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, total of forty nine minutes, forty six seconds. So, a bit under an hour, but uh, it it kind of moves. It, yeah, yeah. It's got a good, got a nice little clip on it. Yeah. So, uh, first up, we've got Living track number one. So I did find this funny. Um, I find it kind of sad. Uh, the dreams in which I'm Wait. dying are the best I've ever had. Huh? Got it. Oh. Pay respect to the Muppet here. <laughs> <laughs> so so it reminds me of uh, it's like it's like he he's trying to do his own Jonathan Davis thing. Like scatting, you know? Oh, that's so funny. I, it never occurred to me that that was him doing that. I just always... Oh. <laughs> I don't know what I thought that was. Maybe like, it was Scott Borland. Maybe he like had some weird it, sample or something. I think you're right. It was probably uh, Vanilla no, Ice vanilla that did ice. it. But yeah, like, yeah. I guess in my head, it was like they let a marmoset loose in the, <laughs> in the studio. Uh, so what do you think of, What do you think about this guy? This... this song i yeah so this is isis delivery now this is how we will know him for the duration <laughs> of this album so way different than um ice ice baby he talks about like guns and he, drugs so he's not your dad's uh hell no <laughs> um, i i did i did look up some of the uh was looking at some of the lyrics um Lyrics might be simplistic, but I'm no simp. He's oh, dropping shit. simp Damn. back in 98. I didn't even know that was around back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's I, been around for a while. I watched, I watched E.T. recently, and somebody called somebody else a douchebag in it. I was like, <laughs> I didn't realize that term was around back then. Yeah. That was a fun revelation. It <laughs> was cool. He, he, he even, like, uh, cops to the fact that he's a bad lyricist. Like, on his first song, on his, like, big return. Wait, listen to this. Oh, yeah. This chorus, the vocals. He's like doing a little bit of like reggae. Well, I was going to ask. Oh wait, here we go. Like it changes up the beat a little bit. You know, yeah. I like that. Um, I was going to ask on the the chorus. Like, is it fucked up that he's doing that accent? Like, is it offensive? Ripping it's not off, great. Ripping off Canadian rapper Snow like that. That's like <laughs> so, so fucked up. Oh, Snow. Yeah. Informa. Uh-huh. Man, we need to cover that one. I like your boom boom now. We need to review that album. The album? The full fucking thing, baby. That's, wow. It never, new metal. It never occurred to me that he had a full album, but like. Likely so, right? Like, oh, no, yeah, for sure. Sense. Yeah, absolutely. I've only heard that one song. I've only ever thought about that one song. Um, uh, go back to your... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Here it is, a dope hit. Iceman coming with a dope hit. 
Okay, the, okay. Let me let me say that back for you here. Here it is, a dope hit. Iceman coming with a dope hit. Okay, now I get it. So he I rhymes get dope it, hit with dope hit. Time. Like, holy shit. I didn't get it the shit. first time, but now I'm like fully on board. Because a few suckers need, to, need their throats slit. Jealous because I went multi-platinum. Now I'm going to blast you in the head till you're dead with my magnum. magnum. Yep. <laughs> Lyrics might be simplistic, but I'm no simp. On the strip because I know how to pimp. So he's saying like his lyrics are simplistic. Like That's he's fine. he's like, copping to it. Look, I mean, he he certainly he's not going to be able to keep up with any like actual like uh rappers that are good, right? <laughs> like I I don't know how to say this without being disrespectful. So if, sure. much like that time we uh we somewhat shit on that Power Man 5000 album uh, and then Spider-1 yeah. uh listened to that episode. Uh, I, I'm not trying like in case this episode somehow makes its way to Vanilla Ice. I feel to like Robert's Robert Van Winkle's ears. I feel like he's got Wake more up. more important shit to do. He's like building houses <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. But um, I I really do enjoy this album. I th yeah. I think he will, obviously is the first one to say himself. He's not like a great rapper. It's, it's like fairly simple. But also I feel like he's probably a product of growing up with Run DMC and Beastie Boys, where it's sure. like. Well, yeah, maybe like half on, on Run DMC. I feel like some of their, for back in the day, they're like yeah. pretty good rappers for that. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think he's like really trying to bust out some like cryptic shit. You know, it's just like, <laughs> it's serviceable. Right. Serviceable is what it is. Like he, sure. he's, he's going for a thing. Uh, whether or not that works, obviously it's going to be like up to the listener. I, this is one of the reasons I don't pay attention to lyrics I right. might catch an errant lyric here and there. I'm like, oh, that's kind of silly. Whatever the fuck. I'm just vibing out to this. I really, sure. I just have a good time with it. I don't care what the lyrics are for the most part, right. you know? So uh, are the, the lyrics a big, uh, are lyrics in general something that you gravitate toward when you listen to music? Uh, really only in hip hop. Oh, yeah. Um, in rock music, unless they're like, just like, uh, like, astonishingly like distractingly bad mm -hmm. i can overlook li lyrics are secondary to like music and melody yeah and all that for for, for rock music for me um in particular okay um but when it comes to hip-hop obviously like uh that's you know extremely important yeah um that's part of it yeah it's weird hip-hop that's weird yeah hip-hop the lyrics aren't good it's not good <laughs> I was trying to make a joke. It didn't, didn't land. 21. Uh, 21. Um, no, no, no. I, I think with hip hop, you know, obviously you've got to have like, you know, um, you got to have good lyrics or else it's, it's uh, bad. That's part of it, right? Is having yeah, rhyming skills. Big and part like, of it. Uh, you know, uh, saying words to a syncopated rhythm. Yeah. In order to intimidate your opponent. <laughs> <laughs> this it's is gonna be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm gonna drop some hot take right here, but uh, lyrics matter in hip hop. Huh? I know. It's weird. I look. I'm not. Throw me in jail, but you know, hey. Okay. Um, <laughs> scars is next. <laughs> All right. Does Turn it, it uh, disappoint you that this this song was not later used to be redubbed on Scars scenes of The Lion King? I think about it every night. That's I cry myself to sleep every that's night. That's exactly where I am. 
Like, imagine him on the, like, dark version of Pride Rock talking to those hyenas to this right here. <laughs> Cheech Marin and Whoopi Goldberg in the booth. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I forgot about that. <laughs> Holy shit. Whoever fucking plays Ed. I think it was Darkwing Duck. No, he was a dumb one, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like the dumb gremlin. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like once a quarter I rewatched that key appeal sketch about <laughs> a, a ah, I fucking love that skit. <laughs> Everyone who's seen has seen it know. They just fucking know, you know? Yeah, it's, it's one of the best sketches of all time. <laughs> you just said two words coming out of your mouth and you put them together. I love it. <laughs> You know, Heather Ann Campbell's in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. You told me about that. I went back yeah. and rewatched it. I think you mentioned it on an episode of this oh, okay. podcast as we were recording. And then after you left, I was like, I'm going to pull this shit up. And, oh, there she is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I want to watch it right now. <laughs> but we won't. Uh, scars. 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 Um, this is track track two. I know we uh, harmonized uh, us right there. <laughs> um, so I, I'm trying to wait till it gets to it. But like. I feel like Ross Robinson is potentially the best turntable producer of all time. Like, between this album, uh, of course, he's working with, like, fantastic turntablists. DJ Swamp and then Lethal. Uh, DJ Lethal with Limp Biscuit, Sid from Slipknot. Yeah. I mean, it's just all great performances sure. on those respective albums. Absolutely. Sometimes they slide off after that, but, yeah, I mean, you know. It is what it is. The DJ in a band was a flash in the pan. Easy now. Um, easy now. Oh, hey, I'm, I, I wish it would come back, to be honest with you. Uh, I think it adds a lot to it when it's done when it's done right, obviously. Um, but I think I think Lethal, um, I think Lethal is the best new metal turntablist. Maybe uh, Slipknot, like right below that. You and I got in such a big fight about this in high school. Do you remember this? Did we? Yeah, it was in no. art class. You and I were like, not like angry at each other, but we were like, <laughs> this is like one of the most spirited debates we've ever had. It's like, I'm ride or die for Sid Wilson from Slipknot. Okay, Night. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, Lethal's good, but like, I feel like he's, he got to a point like he did everything he could think he could do on that first Limp album. And then right. like, he just kind of like petered out. Well, since. Oh, God, I love this part. Okay. This part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like such a variety of scratches on this. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it's lead, sometimes it's rhythm, sometimes it's a sample. Right. It's just good. Love it. So so the, the reason I, I really enjoy um, Lethal's uh, work is... Not the scratching as much as it is um, how he is adding to the music with his turntables um, and and uh, like working off of West Borland. Well, working off the entire rest of the band, but um, he's basically like a second guitarist. Oh, Whereas I feel like Sid oh, in Slipknot is more of like um, his approach to DJing is is just different than Lethal's. Um, that's hard to explain. Um, 
You know, you know what I'm saying, though, right? Like, like they're 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 playing for different purposes, kind of. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, there right. was a, there's an interview that DJ Lethal did back in the day. Uh-huh. It might have been off the first album, could have been off the second. I don't know if it was as deep as the third Limp album, but yeah, he gave an interview where okay. he had equated using his turntables like a guitar. Mm-hmm. And now, for the rest of my existence, <laughs> everyone with a passing knowledge <laughs> says that to me. Somebody I played in a band with once, uh, who is a... I remember you... T- <laughs> who was like the flakiest member of that band, Yeah, told me to play my turntables like a guitar, and I said, that would not work. And he said, DJ, DJ Lethal does it all the time. I said, no, he doesn't. Uh... I know because I know what to listen for. Also, if you hear a song and you only hear a guitar for the majority of the album, there's no like scratching or extra noises, atmosphere or anything like that. I think he's probably just being lazy or not <laughs> contributing anything, you know? If if you're if yeah. you have like a wide variety of sounds, like every sound in the world is essentially available to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're not constrained by anything. Like, it could be a vocal sample. It could be, like, a yeah. pre-recorded noise. It could be something that's been manipulated multiple times. You could have a noise that's, like, added – you add different effects to it. Whatever the fuck. Right. And you're only mimicking a guitar sound? No. No, 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 no. <laughs> also, I had somebody uh, tell me – people just love to, like – Roll up on a DJ in a, a metal band and just like just <laughs> unleash on them. Shit on you. There was a yeah. I got to tell the story now. We're oh, already yeah, here. Yeah, hit hit it. So uh, I was in this uh, uh, this band uh, mm. back in like I don't know. It was like two thousand two, two thousand three, something like that. Mm. We had a uh, we would our practice space was like a storage unit uh, out in Tulsa, right? So it was like all these different storage places I think I went, yeah i think i went there several times yeah you. yeah I, I don't think it's called this anymore at the time it was called storage usa <laughs> wow yeah original name look 9-11 just happened we we're all feeling patriotic <laughs> so i mean that was like one of the only places because we were kind of spread out you know we were like right not near each other at all so it was kind of like a central hub for all of us to be able to meet easily and, and just jam yeah. and play or whatever sure we leave our stuff there lock it up whatever uh, there are several bands out there, probably like 18, 19 different bands. And there was a band just up the like alleyway or whatever from mm-hmm. us. And we would always, like in our little like cubbyhole, make fun of them because we would be like talking, like having a spirited discussion about like putting a set list together, you know, what yeah. what we can do to fix a song or whatever. And then like in a lull in a conversation, almost unfailingly, we would hear – a cover of Hollow Notes Man Eater kick up. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> These guys look like the strokes before the strokes were like oh, God. really big, you know? Were they like heavy? It was like heavy or was it like a straight up like no, cover? It, it was like a just a straightforward cover. Oh almost. Yeah. So it was like it, wow. a, a lot of the other bands out there were like metal or metal adjacent. There's like an industrial band out there and whatnot. Yeah. So that's kind of what we were used to. And it was just like we weren't like judging them playing that. It was just like, imagine you were getting an, uh, a heated argument with your spouse, and then like in a lull in the conversation, you hear, "Oh, there she comes." 
It was just bizarre. Oh my god. It was bizarre. But what a um, weird song to be covering. It yeah, it really was. But uh, they had a friend that came out once, and mm. he was like a saxophonist, and he was like walking by, and like anybody could. We had the door open. Anybody could walk by and like hang out or listen or you know when we were done playing, we were just True. like chat him up or whatever. We we're a fairly friendly band. Yeah. The saxophonist, he was like listening. He was like nodding along. We got done with the song, took a break. He came up to me and he's like, "So do you ever spin? Like you know, go to a club and like." play a set or whatever as a, a DJ. I said, no, mm. it's not really my my thing. He said, oh, you have to do that to be able to DJ. I'm like, I don't think you do because I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, then uh, through conversation, he told me he's a saxophonist. And I just like, <laughs> like, I'm a fairly polite guy, but like, I immediately just blew him off. <laughs> I didn't tell him to like, fuck off or anything. I was just like, oh, right. okay, never mind. Not yeah. like, I don't respect saxophonists, but I think my, not. I, my heart is still hurt from Raphael being a saxophonist. You know, I'm just like, that's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Roth that did it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I played saxophone. Did you really? Yeah. In middle school for three years, I played. Holy I shit. I was in a marching band. Did I used to know that? I don't know. I don't know if I knew that. <laughs> we were friends. I don't know. I don't get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let me tell you how to DJ, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I, I I played saxophone for three years in uh, in middle school. Oh my god! All middle school. Wow. That's where I learned to, to read music. Really? Mm-hmm. I still can't read. Yeah, bitch. Generally, I just can't read. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was uh, that was that. <laughs> so that was scars. By Vanilla Ice, track two. I had on there for some reason uh, something reminded me of Eminem on there. I've already forgotten um, because I listened. I made these notes a while back. White guy, platinum blonde hair. Uh, No, something like in the lyrics. I think that. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Move on to track three, Ecstasy. It's an eight second long, like it. Just an really should just up. be like right before the song, like, or maybe not even be on there. Or, or that too, yeah. <laughs> maybe it was like a shitty song, and they're like, "Well, we're obligated to have X number of tracks on this album, so let's throw it on there." Yeah. You know. <laughs> now we're on track four, "Fuck Me" featuring Casey Chaos, again from the band Amen. <laughs> yeah, there's no lyrics for this one. I'm hearing them right now. What? So, I I like the variety of like sounds on this album. I don't feel like any of the songs begin with the same like musical opening or anything like that. You know? Right. Yeah. This part. Wait, hold on. I do like this part. Yeah, I do too. I'm not familiar with Casey Chaos or the band Amen, but uh, I, I kind of like this part. Apparently, they're like. Wait, hold on. You rat bastard! I, in my notes, I put, "I hope to God the song isn't talking about Lester the Rat from Beekman's World." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Throw this shit out the window. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about the the album title? 
Yeah. So the album is called Hard to Swallow, right? Obviously, there's a, there's a sexual connotation there. But also, it could... Can you turn it down a little bit? No! <laughs> it feels like uh, he's probably going for, like, oh, this is such a wild change in how people know me, you know? First, right. I went to the extreme. Next, I was blowing minds. <laughs> And now this shit's just going to be hard to swallow. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess he was just, he just loved those sexual innuendos. I guess so. Like, it, I don't this know. This song is, for some reason, on on uh, on uh, Spotify, it's censored. Like, it's F underscore underscore K me. Yeah, that's how it is on Apple Music as well. All right. <laughs> he just cusses all over it, but he, God forbid, he puts I th- spells out fuck. I think that's how it was on the the actual like printed album. I think it was like F oh. asterisk asterisk okay. Uh, K. I think is this the breakdown here? Yeah, it's weird. There's like a lead guitar. Yeah. You don't hear that much in new metal. <laughs> There's another breakdown later on in this uh stumble through the bayou that's got a killer breakdown in it. I love it. I love it when new metal albums or new metal songs do big big fat chunky breakdowns. Oh yeah. That's so much Just fun. get that crowd moshing, you know? Lip Biscuit is the king, undisputed, in my opinion, of, like, just build up and then just hit you with that breakdown, and it's like, ugh, uh, nut. I would, I would give it a tie between Limp and Corn. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Some of those early Corn yeah. breakdowns are really good. I'm looking at the, sure. the printed back cover of Hard to Swallow, and it is <laughs> F underscore underscore K me. Mm. Yeah, so that's I I guess just how they wanted to stylize it. All right, that's cool. That's what they did. That's what they want, and that's what they did. (laughs) Vanilla ice, hard to swallow. Don't choke. Uh, Let's see. <laughs> I love that. That's a good ending. That's a, it's a really good ending. That's yeah. a good ending. That's a new sound. <laughs> Track five, Valley of Tears, sample only. Here we go. Yeah. Yet another like these words there is still the longing to know God and to find protection in this valley of tears or this lousy stinking world. Who is that? That sounds like somebody familiar. Uh, Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy? That's so funny. Track six, Zigzag Stories. Zigzag Stories. What's he talking about here? I actually really like this song. Guilty Pleasure. I love this song. Okay, let's see. I mean, you hit me with that poppy snare. That is a nice poppy snare. I gotta admit. And I, look, I don't... I, I don't like, like, weed songs. For the most part, but uh, this one is so ridiculous uh, that I kind of love it. 
this is what I put for this song. I don't care about stoner songs. <laughs> I just don't care. Like, there's so many Cottonmouth King songs. I smoke weed and I don't like stoner songs. It seems like very uh, one note. Yeah. And, and, like, as it becomes more and more legal in the world, right? it's just like, yo, I put on some socks today. <laughs> oh, okay, dude. All right. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't have the clout no. it once did, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's like when uh, people tell me about, like, oh, yeah, traffic this morning was murder. I just right. don't care. Yeah. Here. That's Scotty Boer, Scotty Boers. There's like a, a lot of really interesting, um, like synthesizer background stuff in this song. Yeah. That's why I want part of the reason I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice atmosphere that gets thrown back there. Yeah. Drum. The drums are really tight on this. Oh yeah. Shannon Larkin's a really good drummer. He yeah. played for Stone Sour for a little while as well. Uh, Ugly Kid Joe, too, didn't he? Uh, so. Sure. sure. Whatever you like. Let's see. Whatever you want. I <laughs> love Ugly Just Kid take my Joe. Money. Is that a... Is that... And I hate everything about you. Is that Sebastian Bach? Yeah. That band? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, fuck. Now I'm like, god damn, I'm questioning it so fucking hell. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about this song just in general like it's alright like I yeah. I like the music better than I like the the vocals you know yeah this part's cool like where the it gets real jammy yeah but also it's funny to me that he's talking about zigzags which is just like it's not the weed itself it's the like product that you use to roll up the weed you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you, you were writing a song about cocaine, but you're it was like explicitly about the cocaine or the mirror that you use instead yeah. of the actual like drug. Right. Okay, so yeah, it is Shannon Larkin that is um an ugly kid Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, does he swallow like Saiyan? Yeah, like he's saying, fuck the industry. He does another... He's in- talking about Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yes, Dragon Ball Z. Okay, whatever yes. you want. Whatever you want. Let's take my money. I'm, try- I'm trying to wake my ass up. <laughs> whatever you like. Whatever you like, son. for some reason. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I was, I was trying to say. Uh, hearing people talk about drugs is like when people tell me about how bad traffic was that morning, you know? Oh, yeah. Where I'm just like, I just, I don't care. I am, I immediately stopped listening to you as soon as you start. <laughs> I don't care about traffic stories. I just simply don't. My wife will listen to the radio in the morning just for, like, traffic updates. I'm like, yeah. this, number one, this is insane. We have, we have so many, like, apps available, like, traffic apps to where you don't have to deal with that, you know? Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I wanted to... I'm back this up just a little Rewind. bit because I like this. I like the guitar there. Well, that keyboard, yeah, or whatever that atmosphere. And then it's got this cool build up right here. Oh. 
it down. That's that's fucking sick. That's, good, that's yeah. nasty right there. I like it. <laughs> this doesn't really it ruins sound, it right there. Doesn't really sound like a song you would blaze up to, you know? Is that what you kids are calling it, blazing up? Yeah, blazing up that sticky icky icky. Thanks, Tom. I'm here with some kids who are blazing up. <laughs> Spoken on that fat herb. <laughs> I'm sitting here with three Chiba Hawks. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this song gets... <laughs> with Chiba Hawks? It sounds like a, like a hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's coughing. Yeah. Oh, real fucking original. <laughs> Thanks, Denise. I've <laughs> I've asked these three very cool teenagers <laughs> if they'd let me smoke drugs with them. <laughs> and they said no. They've keyed my car <laughs> and taken my wallet. Please send help. Back to you. They've cucked me <laughs> in front of my children. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Holy shit. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> zigzag oh. stories. Uh, Next up, we got a big one, baby. It's the, it's the one. It's the banger. Too Cold. Track seven. And we're but I can't tell if that's Scott Borland doing. I don't know. I can't tell if it was a synthesizer or not. Like oh, what? Shit. What could the lyrics be? This fucking slaps. I like it. It still holds up for me. Oh yeah, know? absolutely. Will it ever stop, yo? I don't know. I used to do this. <laughs> I used to do this. I, I had not not this version, the old version. Oh yeah. I think I think I maybe I already told this story on the podcast where I I did this in front of my parents. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, I, remember I memorized this and had a little dance with it, and I made my parents. I like went in there with like my boombox. I was like, okay, guys. Just sit down and watch. Uh -huh. And I did all of Ice Ice Baby with like a little dance in front wow. of them. Yeah. It was my first concert that I ever played. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I went home with a groupie like that. <laughs> someone, uh, threw, someone threw a bra on stage. This <laughs> <laughs> is my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, a Man. wild departure from the original version, but. <laughs> wild departure. I wonder if part of the reason for that is, I, well, I, I, I guess it's twofold, right? So I, I wonder if this music for the song was written, and he was like, I can just like rap Ice Ice Baby over this, and it kind of works, so maybe we'll do that or whatever. Alternatively, I wonder if he was like, I kind of want to recover that. It's my most uh, famous song. Yeah. I, I kind of want to reclaim it, but I don't want to have to pay Queen and David Bowie Right. You know, uh, rights or whatever. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame him. 
because because there was like I, I don't know the the specifics, but like he didn't like totally clear it with them first, and he ended up having to pay like a lot of royalties to them because they like I, sued him. Yeah, I yeah. think that was on that episode of Behind the Music. I <laughs> do like remember that, that specific <laughs> one because he's like dun 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Like he was like was trying like, to point out like we put an extra beat in there, yeah, so it was an extra note. It's okay now. Totally <laughs> different, guys. No, can't even tell. Not how it works. Though homie. I do got to be honest, like if I'm somewhere and I hear "Under Pressure" oh by Queen and David Bowie start playing, I hope it's Isaiah's baby. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no second. Like, yeah. Oh, come on. I do like that song, but like you know, as good what, as Ice Ice once Baby, you've perfected it with Ice Ice Baby, <laughs> yeah. what are we even doing? Um, so I I do have a, a story for this. Uh, before that, uh, let's see here. Uh, this was originally intended to be a B side or a hidden track on this yeah, album. Yeah, I saw that. But I'm glad that it actually made the album itself because like it's kind of the linchpin of the the whole thing. You know? I know. If it, if it wasn't on the main album, if it was only a B side or like. Uh, an Asia exclusive track or something like that. <laughs> yeah, be, man, that would fucking suck. Like, I don't know yeah. how you would expect to sell the album otherwise. This is what oh gets the spotlight on this album, you know? Yeah, and even then, it doesn't sell all that well. It really doesn't. But <laughs> but without this song on there, it would have been nothing. Caught my fucking attention. I'll Fuck tell you yeah, that. Dude. Uh, so <laughs> going back to uh, have I ever DJed? Uh, at a club or anything like the answer is no but there was a time back in high school where you and i and some of our friends were in a band the booty cash all stars of course represent forever uh we were we had a little dance at a like a, a the senior center there yeah and uh we didn't play that but we were there uh, you know okay um and you and I and our, our other friends were like kind of co-DJing the thing, but oh. we, we were trying to figure out a way to get like multiple CD players hooked up right. to my mixer. Nobody else had a CD player that we could use, so I just yeah. had my, my three-disc changer thing. So there was a long pause between tracks <laughs> as it was playing. Like as, as one of them just was being played, I could open up the tray and queue up the, yeah. the next one, but you still had to like wait for – the it might as well be the AOL dial-up sound, you know, <laughs> in between tracks. It was like maybe yeah. twelve seconds of silence, and like once you get to the new CD, you still have to like the goddamn machine still has to like search through <laughs> what is track eight. Let me get there or whatever. So, so we need two of them so you can stagger. Yeah. yeah. So we had a microphone as well, and we were trying to talk in between. Oh, this is all coming back to me. Yeah. So there was one point where I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to blow these people's minds. I'm going to throw too cold on here. Vanilla Ice is too cold. But like I was like talking about it very loudly, evidently, because by the time it got to that song, I said, here's a song. Can you guess what it is? Most of the people there were like, too cold, but Vanilla Ice is like, oh, fuck. And then it started doing that. (laughs) Like leading into it. I was like, well, this is. This is this is not as That's exciting amazing. as I wanted it to be, but yeah. <laughs> so that was too cold, right? Yeah. So a, a cover of his own song. Let's move on to track eight, which is Prozac. Prozac. I guess uh, Ross Robinson encouraged Vanilla Ice to write about a lot of the, I guess his own like, what would you call them? Um, 
issues that he's dealing with. Yeah, I guess so. But like, primarily with like dealing with ADD and you know having different like issues. Uh huh. Well, that's that's Ross Robinson's stock and trade is dredge up all kinds of trauma and then make you scream about him on the mic. That's why he's the best, baby. All right, I. So what I'm gonna do for the moon here? I always forget his voice. <laughs> Jesus. I've got a series of pool balls. I'm gonna hawk at your head. <laughs> so this is this is um, if you if you uh listen to the uh, our our uh was it twenty six point five? Yes. The episode um, that comes out next week if you're listening in order. Yes. Yeah. Um. Here we go. So, so that song, or well, I, rather, I should say that verse he does on a Bloodhound Gang song that you played on uh, our twenty-six point five episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you want to listen to those back to back, go ahead. <laughs> go do it. Honestly, no one can stop you. Nope. I wouldn't even pretend to. We checked the law books. Uh, there's nothing in the rule book that says the goat can't play these songs back to back. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I think that was my only note on this particular. And song. then this is. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have much to say other than that. No, I mean the the song is Prozac. I think it has to do with Drugs. him being on medication to oh, yeah. help. Alleviate the symptoms of ADD. Apparently, he um, and I did not know this until today. I was, uh, or uh, maybe maybe it was last week. I was, anyways, I was doing a bunch of research, you know, looking looking for old like interviews and stuff. There's not like a ton out there. There's a few things I read, but it all kind of says the same shit. But uh, I did come across one thing that was talking about how he, I think it was nine, 1994, he tried to kill himself by overdosing Jesus on heroin. Christ, holy shit. Yeah. Damn. And yeah. then he got clean after that, apparently. But not, it couldn't have been that clean because he's talking about smoking weed. Unless it was like in the, the distant past, but I mean, it seems like he was pretty jazzed about those jazz cigarettes. You know? <laughs> hey, yeah, you said it, not me. <laughs> jazz cigarettes, Tina. <laughs> They're all the rage. Children um, out here performing hopscotch, jumping so, rope, and more with a jazz cigarette. <laughs> These no good mix. <laughs> Hooligans. Okay. Yeah, this this kind of goes on with this for a while. Yeah. Okay. Here we so go. here's something more, more interesting. I really love this song. Track nine. Snafu. Situation normal. All fucked up. Oh, my God. Situation normal. All fucked up. This is God tier scratching on this song. Yeah. It's Crank this sick. shit up. I listen to this all the fucking time. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Damn. Fuck. Fuck. Get him, Swamp. God damn. <laughs> See, I think this part on the verse, that that noise, whatever that is, I think that's Scott Borland. That sounds like a some kind of synthesizer yeah. or something, really. But it could be a guitar. Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Only did Swamp Man. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Only the Swamp Man knows. <laughs> DJ Swamp. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
shit, that got me good. Oh, here we go. Oh, this chorus. Jimmy, Jimmy Papa, Papa Lee. Lee. From the Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, that, that ethereal, like... That's gotta be Scotty. Yeah. Adds a lot. If it's not Scotty, I'll sue. Everyone will. Oh, here we go. I love this verse. Yeah, I know. good with like jimmy pop he's so yeah. good with like punch lines and whatnot you know oh man he's the best well not the best but he's good yeah yeah like underrated as far as white rappers go <laughs> like he's he's never really like in the conversation yeah but yeah, i feel yeah. like he's potentially the best rapper on this album you know yeah It was so weird. That was Jimmy Pop, wasn't it? Yeah. It's so weird hearing him do that. It's not something I attribute to Jimmy Pop. Oh, that's screaming? Yeah. I, oh, I thought that was Vanilla Ice. Oh. <laughs> Time and go like a vicious cycle. Then wham, make him think that you're coming out like George Michael. <laughs> Pretty good. Hell yeah. Man, I hope they bought All music should just be drums, bass, and DJs. There we go. Me, you, our friend Adam. Let's go. Yep. I don't want to actually do it, but. <laughs> let's think about it. I do have to get together and think about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, holy shit. I'm looking at the lyrics right now for yeah. Citroen North. Looking at Jimmy Pop's um, uh, verse here. He says, uh, hook, line, and sinker like Charlie the Tuna. Drop the hero and get with the zero. Oh, in reference to uh, yeah. Cool as cool ice. ice. Hell yeah. The Vanilla Ice movie. Man, we should have watched that. Fuck. Shit. No. I've seen it before. Yeah, so have I. M multiple times. I've seen it more than you have. Oh, yeah. oh my god. I'm going to bend over and spread it and show you my hole. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch uh, the other two? Yeah, I haven't watched the current season yet. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. uh, people out there in uh, Nudist Colony. And, are, and hey, our Nudist Colonists. Yeah. Nudist I, Colonists. Uh-huh. Well, have you said that before? Before when we first started the, the podcast, but that's okay. No, but have you said it and where I heard it? <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> what was I going to say? <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. Uh, talking about the other two. The, oh, The TV oh, show yes. on HBO Max. Now, just simply Max. Diners and drive-ins and dives meets Batman. And they both buttfuck Scooby-Doo. <laughs> no Shaggy. Uh? Like whoa, Scoobs. They're going to put the dog in your asshole. What? They put the dog in your asshole? <laughs> 
Scrappy Doo is small. Have I ever done my Shaggy impression on you before? It wasn't me. Like, whoa. We gotta get out of here. That's good. It's really good. good. I've heard it before, but yeah. Yeah. I never never get tired of it. I can do cartoon stoners really good. I'll have an anchovy and marshmallow pizza. (laughs) It's my Michelangelo. (laughs) E Bart Dude. No, I gotta work. I gotta. That's pretty good, too. Otto from The Simpsons. E Bart Dude. Yeah, something like that. There was a joke once on The Simpsons that I didn't get until, like, I don't know, maybe like 15 years ago. Uh, Something about. I, I think Homer's... Everybody smells like Otto's jacket? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I was like, smells like his jacket. Oh, because he drives a bus, and I guess he's sweaty or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it was yeah, like the music festival one, yeah. right? Yeah. And they were saying... Uh, Wait, is, he, like, is Cypress Hill's playing? Yeah. 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 Well, there's that. Well, cool. See ya. Got it one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, did Let's see. When is Scooby-Doo from? That's from the 70s, right? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I'm just trying to think, like, Uh-oh. what what Shaggy's preference in women is. Harry, Shaggy. you think so? Fuck yeah, of course. Because I I heard it was, I heard he wasn't a fan of uh, hairy women. Where's the joke? <laughs> well, I just like you know, I thought I overheard him say to a woman, he like turned down a woman once. He was like, like no pubes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's the name of the. That's the name of the. I know we don't name these, but that's the name. <laughs> like no pubes. Oh yeah. God damn! Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're on. Uh, what are we at? Track ten. Holy shit! We have oh, four more tracks. To fuck go. hell! Track ten. Do we uh, want to listen to this ADD? Yeah, let's okay, go ahead. Let's okay. throw it on AD and D okay. featuring Casey Chaos again from Amen. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> That was a terrible impression. Um, I put on here that it kind of sounds like corn. <laughs> Not really. I mean, but, like, uh, I guess, like in general, that most of these songs sound like corn or whatever. I yeah. do like that part. Little... Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the album cover. It kind of reminds me of. Uh... Hold on. Oh no! I was say if it goes up another time, it was gonna remind me of uh, that one song. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Who cares? Cool. No one gives a shit. Ad uh, corn. What? <laughs> album cover, right? So oh yeah. It has this like new metal bro gothic cover art with these <laughs> yeah. with these two uh, ladies. I think it's really just one lady mirrored, like she's back to back with herself. Uh, screaming ladies yeah. with mascara running and roses covering their breasts. Yeah. The, the tribal B Ice logo is on the front. The album title is in a weird spot, uh, kind of in an afterthought font. Like, yeah. you don't immediately see it whenever you look at it. It's like all the way down at the bottom or whatever. Right. Uh, it reminds me of like a... What is the name of that, <laughs> that Deftones album that has uh, Minerva on it? Oh, the self-titled? Is that what it is? Yeah, with the okay. skull on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Like the roses on it with like a dark background. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Holy shit. It definitely does. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. This wishes it was that album. I Honestly, it might be the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that album. 
Uh, what do you think about this album cover? It's fine. It's so fucking late 90s. It hurts. It's yeah. like, it's like, uh, it reminds me a lot of the Godsmack album. Oh, yeah. Or, or like the Deftones out. Like, you know, it's very much looks like all that stuff. I, I like it. I mean, it's like, uh, it's, it's like, it's kind of a shocking image, you know, because she's, she looks dead, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's fine. Would you say that cover art is hard to swallow? I just realized it says ice in there. In the, the logo? Yeah. The ice logo? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't see it. I mean, it's not super well designed. It's very, like, tribal aesthetic yeah. looking, you know? So remember, luckily that would that style would stick around for forever. Ooh, I got a uh, tribal sure. I got a tribal tattoo story to tell you real quick. Do you remember uh, remember tr the tribal the band or the the, the brand the yeah. the shirt brand? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Oh, that was it. Just do you remember it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Chris Farley show thing. <laughs> so uh, in 2021. Uh -huh. I worked at a, a financial institution, and one of our regular customers, he came in. He was probably like 55 or so, but he was like, <laughs> uh, an old, young grandpa. Old, young, okay. Uh huh. That was also also single. Okay. Uh. But uh, all that to say, uh, he had a very specific look about him. Okay. Uh, and he thought he was like, he thought he was pretty cool. He kind of thought he was the shit. He yeah. was always nice to me. Sure. But like he had this this ego about him. And he came in one day and he, he had like a tan. And I was like, this is like, you shouldn't look this orange, right? Like something was amiss. So he's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I got a tan. I was just like out in Vegas for a couple of weeks. You know, had a good time. Had a little vacation there. While I was there, I went ahead and got this tattoo. He had cargo shorts on. He <laughs> turned around. He pulled up his ankle. Just a brand new, fresh off the the fresh off the lot tribal tattoo on his calf. <laughs> this is too. He was like, "This is pretty cool." This is 2021, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, okay, damn." Did you use a DeLorean to travel <laughs> back in time to get this tribal? Uh, I didn't say that to him, but like, you know, that's like in my head where I was at. Wow. But that's the newest tribal tattoo I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. I, I think I thought legally you couldn't get them anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were outlawed. It seems like the tattoo artist would be like, yeah, we don't really we don't really do that. We don't provide that service anymore. You, this is not going to hold up well for you. But yeah. I could also see him being the type of person that was like insistent, like, "Oh, I need this on my calf. My calf is incomplete." <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, and and is he single or? Uh, I mean, you play your cards right. He won't be for long. Uh, so that was ADD, right? Um, that yes, okay. that was ADD. All right. Um, well, holy shit. Uh, oh, shit. Listener, we... I don't know if it's raining where you are, but best to put on your galoshes because <laughs> we're about to be stomping through those bayous. <laughs> Track 11. Kick that bad boy off. 
I love this song. The Sabbath day to keep it holy. Keeping it holy means no snatching verses on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like variation on the drums as well. Like if the drums weren't <laughs> so like varied throughout this album, it would seem very samey to me, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what like really helps propel things. This and the uh, the scratching and the like atmosphere from the keyboards and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, are a big draw for me. For and sure. I, I like the vocals on this verse. That yeah. sounds like distorted. It, it, that's get them. Storm. Don't do them by you. This breakdown in it. Well, there's a breakdown later in. Oh, okay. Uh, it goes hard as shit. Yeah. No, that last song, Summertime Madness, but cool in the gang. Okay. That oh, that's what you're... <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. So I was trying to think <laughs> of the name of it. <laughs> I like this, uh, this drum and bass. It goes frantic right here. Yeah. But then it breaks down, and I love it. That's the thing I like about this album. It, it seems like so much of the instrumentals are like inspired. Man, Scott's going hard back there on that synth. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It has a lot. It does. Like without that, the song would be very me. Yeah. But it really. It makes it sound different from the other. Yeah. This is so funny. This is like, and now we have the featured rapper. Oh, it's the same guy, but, you know, <laughs> just different delivery. This might be my favorite song on the album. This, this one's a yeah. fucking jam. I kind of rediscovered this through this uh, listen back, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I kind of remember this song from back in the day. Yeah. The shit goes hard. Yeah. I kind of wonder if the... Love the speed up and then slow down. Sorry. Yeah. I, I wonder if the instrumentals... Okay. 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 Pause. Yes. Because this last one is... I love it. Okay. Love it. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> I think they could have drawn it out a little bit more and like really, you know, like drop, drop, like progressively dropped more and more things out and then really like brought it back in. Oh, yeah. But it's fine. We put a call into Ross Robinson. Yeah. Hey, dude, we can need you to re-edit this. Edit this. Bitch. <laughs> Do it. Hey, guys, what's going on? I was out here sharpening my machetes for a vocal performance. <laughs> Why are you so mean, Ross Robinson? Holy shit. I've got Jonathan Davis down in a hole that I dig in my backyard and throwing crack rock at him. You want to join? Okay. Have you guys seen Barbarian? That's based on my life story. <laughs> oh, oh God. And this last one. Wait. Oh, this isn't the last no, one. No, yeah. We, we've got two more. God so uh, track 12. The horny song. Yeah, just go ahead and play it. Go ahead and play it. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. 
No. I'm making that I decision do, now. I do like this guitar. Yeah, huh? I can prove it. Uh-huh. You can ask my teacher. Your wife told me you didn't. <gasps> she told me the monster truck. <laughs> you don't like it. You leave her name out of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, you know. Oh, this is the, the, the point I was trying to make earlier. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if, kind of like you've said before about Limp Bizkit, if, if Biscuit as a band didn't have Fred Durst as the front man, yeah. if they would be more successful just because he's a polarizing figure in, sure. a, in general, but also like his vocal performances, people kind of nip After the first, right? I, I think if he if he'd kept what he did on the first album going, I think it would have been different. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but I, I wonder if that would be the case for this as well, because I feel like the music, like all the instrumentals are really good, really inspired. They have a lot of like life and energy mm-hmm. to them, you know? Even if the energy is kind of like somewhat subdued from time to time, you don't have to wait too long before it like kicks into like a nice groove or yeah. a cool breakdown, something like that, you know? Uh, I just feel like people have slept on this album and it's yeah, like... Yeah, for sure. It's a fucking banger. It is. From Tudor to Snooter, a certified <laughs> banger. Back to you. Uh, yeah, I could have done without it being called the horny song, though. <laughs> Anything else? And, and this chorus. This chorus is like so gross to me. Here, oh, crank this up a little bit. I'm doing the uh, Tucker Carlson face. Oh. Have you not? Did you not like? I guess I didn't. I guess oh I my god! I, I, I don't it's know. all I could focus on. It's just so like disturbing. Like, how how are you nutting, dude? Like it's. It's, it sounds like you're, like, not doing it right. Yes, like, very, uh... Juices? Come on. Come on. Oh, wait. I'm on the wrong fucking song. <laughs> See, like, this part's cool. Yeah. I even like this part, you know? It's just like the main verse vocals and the chorus vocals. <laughs> How many other people were like, don't you know my cream is good for your health? Dude. Oh, you're getting real hot. Now I'm going to spray you. Rub it in like lotion. Juices flowing everywhere like water in the ocean. (sighs) Nope. I like the bass on this. Hold on. Sorry. The bass goes hard. Right here. Oh, yeah. It's going hard. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Like, 
Put <laughs> it down just a little bit. Yeah. Do you like the band Puddle of Mud? No. Me neither. Hell no. But I I didn't know that the bass player was going hard like this, you know? I know. I got to give him props for it. That's just fucking solid. Yeah. The Better rest fact, of the band is terrible. I think the guy who plays bass on this, I think maybe he plays bass and guitar or maybe like switched instruments in Puddle of Mud because I saw that he oh. got some type of um, accolades for the song Blurry or whatever. Totally different uh, to me than this. I think yeah. that was uh, that was pretty good. Yeah. No, yeah, he goes, it fucking slaps. That part, at least. I don't like the rest of the lyrics. <laughs> Fucking nasty bitch. <laughs> I don't know who did that, but probably Ross Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go. The final track, oh, track freestyle. 13, freestyle, featuring Psycho of Insane Poetry, <laughs> Too Hype, and C Note. I love the instrumental on this. I love the like the stand-up bass sound. Yeah. That's awesome. This used to be a, a song I would listen to all the time, too. You know that? It reminds me of, like, Sample. Pony. It reminds oh, me of yeah. Pony by Genuine, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much of this is actually freestyled because I'm going to guess almost none. So read some of those lyrics there. Well, my eyes immediately went to a word that I can't say. <laughs> yeah, but um, notice how it's like <laughs> the hard R. Yeah, I think this guy's black, though. Yeah, but it's like hard R all over the place. I feel like it should be A. Oh, I don't know. For some reason, even even though I know he's black, that's just like a. I'm not used to seeing it spelled out that way unless it's like. Wait, this right here. It reminds me of like a. How do I put it? Uh, it sounds like an unhinged Kanye. So like, <laughs> so does. just Kanye, you know? Yeah. <laughs> wow, it doesn't <laughs> like Kanye. Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Straight from the underground with the sound that'll make Stevie wonder. I remember Whoa, that. That's like in my fucking shit. DNA. Like, when I started this album, to listen back to it the first time for this record, I probably listened to this album maybe like three times Yeah. Uh, to prepare for this episode. As soon as I hit play on Livin', the very first track, I was like, I can't wait till I get to that part in freestyle where it's like, <laughs> I hit Hard Like Thunder straight from the under. Awesome. This guy, we're on the uh, the third of four guys. Uh, I don't really have anything I don't either. to say about this fella. Uh, Ice is just around the corner, though. Oh shit! So what are you? What are, what are your? Uh, what are general feelings? I mean, you love this, right? <laughs> it's pretty fucking good, dude. Like, yeah, it's it's almost too good. <laughs> 
Damn. It's almost too good because it's like, how do you have a conversation with someone who likes heavy music? Maybe even they like old school corn and biscuit and whatnot. Yeah. How do you have the conversation with them? It's like, did you ever hear that Vanilla Ice album? <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here's Vanilla Ice. Oh, wait, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, we got a Oklahoma got a shout out. And I was listening back to this. I was like, oh, yeah. And then he yeah. immediately goes to Timothy McVeigh. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, of course. The only mm. time Oklahoma gets represented <laughs> in any media is like, oh, something bad happened or whatever, you know? Yeah. Or you're listed along with like 50 other ones. <laughs> yeah. 49 were. Baby. Yeah. So that's uh. This concludes the album as it's pointing down here. So, uh, Hard to swallow by Vanilla Ice. What is that from? This concludes our broadcast day. TV. It's from no. TV. You ever you ever see the TV show <laughs> called uh, the television show? TV show called the TV show. Sometimes you watch uh, the TV and it turns into uh, multicolored bars. <laughs> But then, like, sometimes it's static, and then eventually you get up early enough to watch He-Man when you're a kid, and you, <laughs> you get to see the uh, Pledge of Allegiance song. Pledge of Allegiance song. <laughs> what is it called? The Pledge of Allegiance? No, it's uh, <laughs> uh, Star Spangled Banner. Oh, okay. Isn't it weird that back in the day they would, maybe they do it now, but they would make kids pledge allegiance to a cloth? That's yeah. fucked up, right? Like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Do it. Remember, I, we like get in trouble for it, and that was illegal. <laughs> it's like, it's like putting your hand over your chest to be like, I pledge allegiance to this towel for the United <laughs> States of America. <laughs> it's weird, man. Like, yeah. I don't. Like, I understand it's a symbol, but also it's uh, right. That's like. It's, it's a fucking cloth. It's a cloth. We all know it's a cloth. We all know it's a cloth, okay? God. Everyone <laughs> relax about it. Um, so, yeah, like, going back to what I was saying, like, this yeah. album is almost too good. It's hard to <laughs> tell someone who's not... Hard to swallow. In, in, in the, oh, my God. <laughs> that was almost too good as well. I'm going to need <laughs> you to have you get out. Um, yeah, I just really enjoy this album. Uh, it's something that needs to be spoken about in new metal mm -hmm. circles, you know? Yeah. It's, there's a lot to fucking like on here. Like, even even though, like, Vanilla Isis is... Isis is... Uh, <laughs> Isis. Uh, even though his vocals are not the greatest, he doesn't have the greatest rhymes or whatever, yeah. he was a catalyst to put this album out. And as a whole, sure. I enjoy most of the songs on here. Yeah. Um, it makes me nervous... To listen to the other albums, like the one before this, mind blowing, and then, oh, and it's weird saying mind blowing because it sounds like I'm mispronouncing the word blown, but it's like <laughs> B L O W I N apostrophe. Right. Is how I was yeah. Anyway, uh, and then his subsequent album, Bipolar, mm -hmm. has like a shitload of songs on there. I was like, God, it's gonna be so yeah. much to sort through, but no, we'll get through it. That's right. It's on the list. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. You need to listen to, uh, what was it? Vanilla Ice is back or whatever. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, the one that's, uh, it's got like, um, all the covers on it. Yeah. It's pretty wide. I mean, you don't get a like deep dive into it, but like, just like kind of scroll through it mm -hmm. and like, you know, it's pretty, 
it's pretty weird, especially considering some of those songs weren't that old. Like, I mean, you know, 10 years, but it's still not like that long to cover a song. I feel like it's like you can wait like 20 years to cover a song. Um, number one, what do you think this is? A secret invasion asking me to scroll through something? Oh my god, whoa, okay, holy shit. Nick Fury's gonna be fucking pissed, dude. You got full access to my hole for the rest of the night, bro. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I'm about to go Cree. <laughs> the, 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 I keep I keep referencing it's it's from the other two. <laughs> but it's a point where he's like he's like bent over butt ass naked and he's like, I got my hole out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um uh, what about you? What do you think about this this album? I liked it. Um good. I didn't think every single song on here was a banger. Um I do think it's like the most new metal like album that we've covered so far. Like it's like every every element, like Ross Robinson, Wes Borland's brother, mm-hmm. like they're, they're in like uh, you know all the musicians are from like you know different levels of new metal, <clears throat> and then you know Vanilla Ice, you know he's like I I mean you know a white rapper, he's arguably at that time the biggest white rapper, you know, and then now he's doing like a like a metal album, you know, so it's like it's like so fucking new metal. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing. <clears throat> you know what it kind of reminds me of? Um, I, I, about this time, Eminem was out and about in the scene, right? Because yeah. he, he hit just before Kid Rock, I think. And we've already yeah, discussed... Like just before Kid Rock, yeah. yeah. And we've already discussed Kid Rock's album. So he's definitely out in the world at this point. Yeah. I, I know there's going to be no way that Eminem is... I'm sorry, uh, Vanilla Ice is going to be able to keep up with them lyrically, right? Like, I know it's it's Kid yeah. Rock, but even still. Um, so yeah. I feel like he kind of moved on to a different genre at that point. Almost like uh, when <laughs> Eminem bodied Machine Gun Kelly and made him change it to a different genre altogether. <laughs> he truly did. You know? <laughs> Fucking hell, man. So oh uh, no, yeah. Slim Shady. The Slim Shady LP was 1999. What so, really? Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so I'm, he was on Devil Without a Cause before he had his own he, the single. Must have been out. Okay, man. My name. It is. was released February 23rd, 1999. Wow. Okay. So after this. So it's fair to say Vanilla Ice inspired Eminem. No, because my name is my name is was released January twenty fifth, nineteen ninety nine. That's the single. Okay, you know what? So I, I fucked up. You fucked up, bro. I fucked up. Damn. All right. That's what? What? Seriously? I I I could have sworn. That's so weird, man. Um. Well, uh, tell you what, listener, to make it up to you, I'm going to um, write a very heartfelt. Apology letter in my notes app, and I'll I'll post that to I don't know an Instagram reels or something. You figure it out. It'll be there. You know I didn't mean to like fuck up the timeline, but yeah, you know, I I almost did. So sorry about it. Anyway, uh, so you like this album as well? Is that right? Pay attention to me. Yeah. Sorry, I just read something that was bizarre. So on on the Slim Shady LP, ninety seven Bonnie and Clyde. You know. Mm, yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's about like killing his wife. Um, 
And then he's talking about when Haley gets old enough, I'm going to explain it to her. I'll let her know that mommy and daddy weren't getting along at the time. None of it was to be taken to literally. Although at the time I wanted to fucking do it. Eminem had asked Marilyn Manson to guest appear on the song, but the singer declined because he felt the song was too misogynistic. Yeah. Well, we all know that Marilyn Manson is a <laughs> what a pillar of virtue. That and is wild. Yeah. You know. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I gotta recenter myself. <laughs> Hard to swallow by Vanilla Ice. What yes. do you think? I'm gonna give it a five. Five. Five new metal guitar strings. I'm gonna give it a five. It's solid. It's solid. There's nothing on here that's like bad. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at. I didn't notice any rape lyrics, so it gives a whole point for that. It seemed like there was some like almost uh, performance issue material on that horny song, where it's like, "I'm gonna come here, I come here." Oh, I'm I'd sorry. rather that than. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so sorry. I'll clean your. Is this? Can I? I'll I'll take this. This I'll never ru- happens. I'll run. <laughs> I'll run your couch through the car wash. It's fine. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. My score is also a five, so we're, yeah. we're right there. Hand holding club. Neck and neck. Mech and neck, uh, <laughs> in He Man terms. Uh, He-Man. So, as a, as a reminder for people on yeah. the the Rob Zombie episode, we each gave that a four. So Vanilla Ice over wow. Rob Zombie. <laughs> well, fuck it, I don't care. I mean, it, same thing with uh, the Fear Factory album. Hey, you know what? You guys start your own fucking new metal podcast. <laughs> it's just bad from here on out. <laughs> All right. Um, let me recenter myself here. So, where do you think New Metal is on or at this point? So, this, this is the point? final New Metal album for 1998. This closes out the wow. year. Okay. So, what do you think about everything that's come before? And uh, I think we're reflects. we're up here, baby. We up here. You know, everybody's jumping on the train. We got fucking Vanilla Ice jumping on the train. Yeah, like it's full steam ahead. For for now, <laughs> yeah. where that's gonna end up in a couple years, yeah. you know. But right now, it's it's up there. I do think that this album probably hurt new metal more than helped new metal. I mean, it's it's almost like a joke, you know. Like, oh, Vanilla Ice is coming out with a, you know, uh, a rock, a rap rock album. Like that sounds like a fucking joke. Yeah. Like, uh, but it happened. Um. I think it's, you know, I, I like it. It's like, I like it as a guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a work of art. <laughs> I hard disagree. <laughs> I think this is great. If you're trying to have fun. Oh, have fun. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it is what, yeah, like, look, it's, it's a Vanilla Ice rap rock album. It's fucking great, man. Just, just shut the fuck up and enjoy it. Absolutely. You know? That's hey. all I got to say. That's all I got to say about it. Lot, I'm here with a couple of <laughs> very cool eighth graders, and they've told me to sit back, hang out in my beanbag chair, turn, turn on my phonogram, and listen to some vanilla ice. Do you have Fortnite on your phone? <laughs> What's a phone? <laughs> uh, no, you, I think it was like a year or two ago, there were uh, some tourists that went to the Louvre. And threw some like pies at the Mona Lisa. Oh, you yes. hearing about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I remember correctly, it's because they were upset that the Mona Lisa was hanging up in the Louvre and not this album. Because this, <laughs> yep. this album 
it's fucking great it deserves it like look we we had our fun we we with this album we pick some nits with it but like overall it's fucking enjoyable you know yeah. if you're five out of seven new metal strings come on dude it's big dumb fun absolutely enjoy it featuring a member of big dumb face exactly yeah so scott if you're listening reach out to us bro we love you oh my god scott's a goat you know oh like, for when, sure. when it comes to like goat slayer oh my god <laughs> scott get at us how can you not dude how can you not scott bazinga uh how about yes scott <laughs> <laughs> jesus uh, all right, so we've done our ratings. Uh, we've talked about where new metal is at this point, so we can start wrapping this bad boy up here. So mm-hmm. all of our contact information is in the show notes. I'm not going to read through that shit. I stumble over it every time. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Going back to the beginning of the episode, yeah. I don't want to introduce this shit. Fuck no. Don't I do stumble it. enough. We Just do whatever we want to do. Give me time. So um, also in the show notes, you'll find a link to the Nudist Colony Spotify playlist. Uh in that, you will have a link to the next album we will discuss. And, Ross, uh, I I had to make an executive decision. Okay. So, yes, yes, yes. around the corner for us, mm-hmm. we have a number of big-time new metal releases. 99 is a big year for it. A big year. Mm-hmm. So, before we get to those... <laughs> <laughs> there's an, there's an album that comes out that I had back in the day. Okay. I I liked I remember liking a fair amount. <clears throat> okay. Wasn't like a huge artist. They only had one album that came out. Oh. It is available on streaming platforms. Okay. And uh they barely had any radio play here where we are. Okay. They have an album called Red Carpet Syndrome. The name of the band is Bolt Upright. So that's the album we'll discuss on the next episode. Ross has a puzzled look on his face. Does this ring any bells to you at all? Negative. Okay. Uh, right. Tucker Carlson face. <laughs> I got up this morning and I wasn't fully dressed. <laughs> Why? I don't get it. Is it Antifa? Yeah, Tucker. Yep, everything is. <laughs> Go back to your comically oversized pinball machine. <laughs> Leave us the fuck alone, piece of shit. Oh, God. So, Bolt Upright, Red Carpet Syndrome on the next that episode. Is news to me. I don't know any of what you just said. Cool. Okay, so we'll discuss that next time. I'm okay. uh, eager to get your thoughts on it. I remember liking it back in the day. I have two songs that I can recall from, from memory in my brain. Okay. Uh, it might be like... Maybe you like a couple of songs. Maybe you don't like any of this fucking thing. <laughs> but I remember liking this album back in the day. I wanted to discuss it with someone. Hell yeah. So we'll do that. And then after that, we've got some big new artists okay. that come through the new metal timeline. So yeah. uh, we'll get to that. Uh, and that concludes everything I have to say on this episode. So, okay. Ross, take us on home, fella. You can do what you want to do and go get fucked. And go get fucked and live in color. Bye. Bye. Say what? 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 Say what?